Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for another opportunity to be meeting with us like this. We want to thank you for all your children who are listening in at this time. We pray that you will pour out a blessing like never before upon each and every one of us in Jesus' name. We pray that as we listen, Lord, you will build in us faith to believe in you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We're going to read today uh, Luke chapter 5, and I'm reading from verse 17 to verse 20. Luke chapter 5, from verse 17 to verse 20. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then, behold, men brought on a bed, a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the mist before Jesus. Now, when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven. May the Lord bless the of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. We have seen um, how this story has evolved so far. We have seen that Jesus was preaching in a place, there were many people gathered, and the power of God was also present. We have noted that whenever the power of God is present, it is there because he wants to do something in the lives of the people who are present. But the people who had come to listen to Jesus were just there to listen. They were not there to receive the power of God. But then they brought a man who was paralyzed, and he did not have access to the power of God. And so last week we looked at the things that prevent us from accessing the power of God. Two principal reasons we gave was, number one, those people who are not going to heaven and they don't want us to go also. These are people of other religions mostly, but also people who claim to be Christians, but they are not interested in going to heaven and they don't want other people who want to go to go. In some nations, they use threats, they use death threats, they even kill people to stop other people who want to go from going. God is aware of these things. He is taking care of his own. Those who are killed, God will give them the grace. He will bring them to himself. But all those who are involved in such crimes, God is going to judge at the end of the age. And then we said there, the second group of people are people who are merchandising the gospel. They are using the gospel to make money. We noted that when Jesus entered into the temple and saw these people, he whipped them out with a cane. And that after whipping them out with the cane, the people who needed healing, the blind, the lame, the deaf, and all the infirm people, they came and Jesus was able to heal them. Now we noted that Jesus said something about these people. He said, the house of my father is a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. And I believe that at that time last week, I mentioned that the house of God is where we come to meet with God and where God comes to meet with us. Of course, God meets with us privately. He meets with us individually. But when we are gathered together as a family, God comes to meet with us and we get to meet with God. At those times, God speaks to us. And if we need healing, God will also heal us. These meetings are also opportunities for us to bring people who do, who do not know God so that they can meet with God and their lives can be changed as they get saved in Jesus' name. So basically, when people do not allow others to gain access to the power of God, nothing will happen to those people who want the power of God. But in the story that we are looking at here, the people who came and did not have access were not deterred. They determined that they will get to Jesus. So today, I want to look at how we can access the power of God when it is available. 
And I'm praying that as many of us as need the power of God in our lives today, we will receive it in Jesus' name. So the first thing I want us to note is that the man who was paralyzed, who could not help himself, the first thing is that he had four friends who were willing to help him. And their help was not an ordinary help because when they could have turned back, they could have said to the man, well, there's no way, let's go back. They were determined to get their friend in front of Jesus. And when there was no room for them to go, they went up on the house and lowered their friend through the roof. In those days, some houses were built with a courtyard format, but they used tiling to cover the top. So what they did was they removed the tiling and lowered the man through the courtyard to where Jesus was. We thank God for friends like that. So when Jesus saw what they had done, describes it this way, that Jesus saw their faith. When you want to access the power of God, it is by faith. We are not just talking of any faith, but faith in God. A lot of people believe things, but they don't believe because of God. Faith in God means that you are trusting God to do what you are believing God for. And when a person has faith in God, you are going to begin to see the kind of actions he will take. When a man has faith in God, nothing can stop him from accessing the power of God. There was a woman who had the, an issue of blood for 12 years. When she heard that Jesus was passing by, she decided that if she could touch the hem of his garment, she would be healed. And even though there was a crowd surrounding Jesus, this woman kept going until she touched his garment. The Bible says the woman kept saying, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And so as she kept going, she finally touched the hem of his, of his garment and she was healed. Jesus says that somebody had touched him because he knew power had been with, had, had, had left his body. And when he turned around, he was wondering who has touched him. And when the woman realized that she could not hide it, she owned up and Jesus said to the woman, your faith has made you whole. A lot of times we think until we see the pastor before we can access the power of God. But the truth is you access the power of God by faith in God. Faith in God is not saying, I believe I will be healed today. It is, I believe that God will heal me today. The Bible says faith comes by hearing the word of God. Unfortunately, from our story, you can see that even though there were people who were sitting around listening to Jesus, faith did not arise in them. It is one thing to hear the word of God. It is another thing to act the word of God in faith. Many people sit down to listen to the word of God, but they do not act on what they have heard in faith. Let me give you an illustration. If somebody promises you $100 that you will get it tomorrow, you are not going to wait to start spending it until you get it. You will start spending it even before you get it. Why are you doing that? Because you believe the man who says he will give you $100, that he will give it to you tomorrow. But if you don't believe the man who promised you $100 tomorrow, you are not going to go and borrow money from anybody. If that man has promised before and has failed you, you are not going to go and borrow money because he has given you another promise. If, on the other hand, Somebody had promised you money before, maybe five times, and each time he made a promise, he fulfilled his promise. The next time he promises you, you go and borrow money because you know he will do it. Faith in God works the same way. 
If God has made promises, the question is, has he kept any of those promises? And for many of us who know God, we know that God does not say something and not do it. And so we know that if God says that when he speaks, his power is available, we believe it and we assess that power. From today on, I want you to understand that when you come into God's presence, whether at home or in a public place, the power of God is present to do good in your life. And if you have faith in God, you will access that power. The paralyzed man placed his life, as it were, in the hands of his friends, and his friends trusted Jesus. And one very important thing that you must note is that faith can be seen by God. Men may not be able to see your faith, but God always sees your faith. And God always responds to our faith in him. There's a story of the man called Blind Bartimaeus in the Bible. He heard that Jesus was passing by and he began to shout, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And when they told him to keep quiet, the Bible says that he shouted the more, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Eventually, in response to that man's faith, the Bible says Jesus stopped and he said they should bring him to him. And when the blind man got to Jesus, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? That was a very interesting question because the man was blind. What else was Jesus expecting him to say? Because the man was blind, you would expect that Jesus will know that he will be, he wanted his eyes open, but he could have wanted something else. Today, I want you to apply your faith in God and tell him what exactly you want. For many people, instead of addressing the main issue with them, they will start talking about things that are irrelevant. Once Jesus met a man at the pool and said, will you be made whole? And instead of the man to say, yes, the man began to complain. Today, the power of God is available to you again. And I ask you, what do you want God to do for you? God can do absolutely anything. So this is the time to tell God what exactly you want him to do for you. If you want him to save your soul, this is the time to say, Jesus, come and save my soul. If you want him to heal you, this is the time to say, Jesus, come and heal me. Whatever it is that you want him to do, this is the time to say, come and do it for me. Go ahead now and begin to talk to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for those who want to receive salvation. As they come confessing before you the Lordship of Christ, Father, please save their souls. Wipe away their sins and make them whole again. Those who are trusting you for healing and other things one way or the other today, Father, please answer them speedily in Jesus' name. As they manifest faith in you, Father, let them not be disappointed in Jesus' name. Finally, I pray for everyone that whatever it is they are trusting you for, you will meet them at the point of need. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen.